and welcome to Spill the Milk. I am Morgan. And I'm Hannah. And today we are covering the biggest, <clears throat> pardon my French, shit stain I ever Jesus. have seen in the history, <laughs> <laughs> history of the world. I literally hate BTK, aka Dennis Rader, <clears throat> aka the worst person ever to be alive. Um, so yeah, be ready for that. I have a lot of attitude towards it. <laughs> right, Hannah? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, even just like the minimal conversation we had about this, like Morgan gets irate and she holds nothing back. I just, I don't understand, and we'll get into it clearly, how someone can be so like blunt and okay with what they did. Like when he's in court, and obviously we'll get to it, he's just like, yeah, and I did this. Like, he's just well, having a I fucking have... cup of coffee <clears throat> with the mayor. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? I literally, like, I've, sorry, I said literally again. Like, <laughs> I have okay. a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, so I've listened to, like, a lot of stuff on him. Not, like, for this, but just in general. And I agree with you, like, how... How two-faced he is, is disgusting. Like, it's like a switch. I don't even... It's so do scary. Go, oh, I hate it. I hate it. Ewe. <laughs> but like BTK is like... How you feel about BTK is how I feel about Ted Bundy. Oh, really? He scares the absolute fuck out of me. Like, oh, like no. I'm so fascinated by him, but he is so scary. So, so scary. You got fucking Dennis Rader coming in at the middle of the night. I would poop my pants. Um, he is disgusting. I'd be like, whoa, Grandpa, what are you doing here? And then I'd be like, whoa, you're going to kill me. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. I hate him. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I don't think we have any updates. I don't think so. I did we hear shit, and I was going to talk about this. Oh, Shit, I just forgot again. I'll have to come back to it. There was um, somebody who was identified. John Wayne Gacy. Um, John Wayne Gacy, the one of the victims, just got identified this last week. What? Um, that, that they didn't know. I can't remember his name. I wish I did. But definitely look it up. He's a little cutie pie. I saw his picture. So sad. Um, so, yeah, one of the unknown victims. Totally identified. So, mm -hmm. sad for the family. It's weird to think, like, had the family always thought maybe he, like, was John Wayne Gacy's, like, or did they just not know? Did the kid run away and they didn't care? I always wonder about that. So. Yeah, but that's got to be, like, closure. Yeah. And to at least be, like, this is what oh, happened. This is, a, yeah. Even though it's freaking mortifying. But that's one thing that happened in the true crime world that I felt was relevant to bring up. Um, yeah. I don't think I have anything more than that. At least I try not to pay too much attention <laughs> to the news. But yeah. So I guess I'll get into it if that's alrighty with you, Hannah Banana. Uh, yes, that sounds good to me. Okay, so BTK, basically what this stands for is bind them, torture them, kill them, or bind, torture, kill. Um, this was made because it was his method of how he killed his victims. So right off the bat, I'm just going to get that off out there. I think a lot of people already know that, um, but I felt like I had to define it. 
Um, so Dennis Rader, he was actually born in Pittsburgh, Kansas on March 9th, 1945, but he was raised in Wichita. So, I mean, most of his life was in Wichita. One thing to note, he's a uh, Pisces. Um, uh, <laughs> I, a what? I, it's a Pisces. Oh, I'm sorry. A Pisces. I was going to wow. say, what the fuck is a Pisces? Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like, did she say Pittsburgh, Kansas? And then you said Pisces. I was like, is she on drugs right now? No, Pittsburgh, <laughs> Kansas is real, but Pisces, my bad. I like, I sounded out every word when I said that or every letter when I said it. So I was like, I, it, even when I said it, I was like, that wasn't right. <laughs> I'm still just like, is she okay? Yeah, I'm fine. So he's a Pisces. So I actually looked up the day he was born because I was just kind of curious. And it said, if you were born on that day, you are insightful. Um, you're an insightful idealist who cares deeply about people while being detached enough to assist them truly. Whatever the fuck that means. I, I got That's like, why I don't believe those stupid fucking things. I did like he's detached enough to fucking kill him. Okay, that's <laughs> not helpful. That's a reach, but... <laughs> Morgan, that's not helpful. Well, <laughs> to continue, they frequently underestimate the character and potential of people um, they do not know well, which I thought that was interesting. Um, it is tough to foresee their preferences or love life because they're, they're a little lost and unusual. Some of them may switch relationships several times in the hunt for the proper companion. Which, if you know anything about BTK, um, he would, like, fixate on mm -hmm. females and, like, stalk them. So, I thought mm -hmm. that was kind of interesting. I feel like that's the only thing you could say that matches, though. Yeah. No, for sure. I and just that could have been just a bad choice of words. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I don't believe Zodiac, in horoscope so. things. I do. I love I do Zodiac. not. I'm a true Gemini. I don't care. That's what I am. Sorry. I know I'm an Aries, but that's all I got. <laughs> well, there you go. Aries, actually, I get along with very well. So there you go. <laughs> we get along. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dennis explained to get into his childhood that he actually really got along well with his dad. Um, he did say that his mom wasn't always like super happy, um, but he loved her and you know, he, even when she wasn't happy, he still loved her. But Wait, were his parents divorced or were they No, married? nope, they're married. Um, mm. But he did say he held a little bit of a grudge against his mom. Why? I couldn't find anywhere else. But I, I don't know if it's because she was kind of crabby all the time. Because obviously he's saying she wasn't always the happiest. Um, I was, but. the only reason I asked is because you said that his mom was mad that he got along with his dad. No, um, his mom just wasn't always a happy person is what he was saying. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but so then he said that he always loved her. It was fine, but he held a grudge against her. I literally could not find out why. I don't know if it's because she was just kind of mean. I don't know, but I mean, I don't like hold a grudge against my mom every time she yells at me either. I was going to say, I feel like that's not a reason to turn into a sociopath. But... No, it's not. And uh According to, like, all counts, he lived a very normal childhood. Like, there was nothing that was like, oh, and this is where he made the turn. Like, 
So yeah, according to like a Rolling Stones write up on the book, early on, um, oh I'm sorry, oh yeah, um, early on he start. Oh I'm sorry, according to a Rolling Stones <laughs> write up, my bad. Um, it was stated that early on he actually started out cutting like stick ad female figures, so like like a female figure in a magazine for advertisements. Mm-hmm. And he would draw ropes and gags on the pictures. What the fuck? How old was he? I don't know. I didn't have that. But he would, like, then put them on an index card and, like, carry them around with him. What the fuck? <laughs> Can you imagine going to school and this guy being like, check this out. Like, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me, actually. <laughs> like, See, I feel like as a child, I'd be like, what is that? Yeah. And like as the parents, did you never see this? Red flag. Yeah, what the hell? Okay, you well, just said there's nothing that was like a turning point. I feel like that, that is wasn't, that is like a flag though. No, there's nothing that like made him that There's no unquote, head trauma or like No, there's no head trauma. Tra- he wasn't abused. Or like abuse or something. Was, yeah. Yes. So he was just kind of weird to begin with. <laughs> like, uh, I like uh, that, that even makes less. Me not want to have kids. <laughs> Working. I'm just saying, I don't want to, I fucking hate this guy. (laughs) So Rolling Stones also reported that as a child, he would get like aroused when he was spanked. um, And it was also said that he was aroused when he saw, I don't even get, I get even more sad, but when he sees like chickens waiting to get slaughtered because he lived kind of out by the country i thought of you by the way because i know you slaughter chickens not like okay it's not slaughtering morgan it's butchering and we are humane and guess what you eat chicken nuggets so don't even throw me under the damn bus i do but it just made me think of you because i remember the one time you were like yeah we're butchering chickens and i was like mortified (laughs) it's not like we torture them like it's you kill them and it's done it's fine and i'm sure that's what they're raised for they have free range their pen is huge i'm I'm trying to make my case case here okay no and i know i'm sure that's the case like for dennis too um by the way i'm never gonna i try not to call him btk because he likes that um he like gets a sick yeah so either call him dennis or raider (laughs) don't you see why i hate this motherfucker um so yeah i don't know the situation of the chickens getting slaughtered but what the fuck yeah that's Um, just fucking gross i guess he also would get sexually excited again don't know the age but he would read books about murder and he even what he would even masturbate to (laughs) because it makes me mad he would he'd masturbate to his father's copy of the a book and that book was the lonely hearts killers never read the book don't know what it's about but it has killers in it so i imagine it's not great um Mm. and who the fuck is masturbating to that Mm -hmm. this fucking sick fuck honestly yeah it's like why lay (laughs) why are you a a person (laughs) it just it really makes you wonder like how does someone like that make it so far into society well and he made it so far into society and obviously this is going to be probably a couple parter if not two three which i'm going to try really hard i just have a lot to say (laughs) no you're good i get it yeah so just sick 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 and i mean 
I don't know. So Dr. Catherine Ramsland, what? I was going to say, in case you didn't notice, this is Morgan trying to be mellow. <laughs> yeah, this is me relaxed. <laughs> this is her trying to rein it in and be a little once bit PG-13. <laughs> once I get to the murders, it's over. He's He's done. He's done. He will have tomatoes thrown at him <laughs> from the state. That's it? That's it? No, he'll have a lot more, trust me. Um, so Dr. Kathleen Ramsland, she actually was someone who spent six years getting to know Dennis through did jail. You, did you listen to the episode of, um, what is it, Tenfold More, no, Wicked Words? I did not. God, I told you to listen to that, Morgan. You brought probably did but i did not get to it dude you have to before we record I next week you have to i forgot about dude, it she is such an awesome guest on there i and, actually oh, am thinking about reading her book um dude listen to that podcast before you read the book she talks so much to god what the hell is her name i love her podcast um you can well, keep talking. I'll look it up. I love our podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Morgan? But, no, but seriously, <laughs> she spent six years getting to know him. And not only that, but she would do like interviews in the jail, but she would also um, get letters that he would write to her and, you know, they'd write back and forth. So basically he told her that he would fantasize about tying women up to train tracks. Um, this part pisses me off not that the murders don't but it's like i this just this is a murder too and it just it makes me mad but he would hang cats and watch them strangle until um, they died i don't like cats but that's just i don't either gross. but like the cat had no defense you're telling me a cat had a defense towards this guy yeah that's just sick also, for anyone that wants to listen, and Morgan, write this down. Um, <laughs> I think you emailed it to me. <laughs> I probably did. It's Wicked Words by Kate Winkler Dawson. I really, really like her. But it was episode one of Wicked Words with Dr. Kathleen. Oh, my God. Catherine Ramsland. <laughs> and it's titled BTK Killer Dennis Rader. Perfecto. So I'll try to listen to, to it. I promise. I gotta read this I book love though because podcast. I'm just gonna get fucking mad. Um, but anyways, this motherfucker. Okay, I gotta calm it down. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this was, dude. This guy <laughs> was Dang. hanging cats and watching them struggle until they died, and he liked it. He fantasized about it. Hmm. Like, at a young age. Well, he mentions to Dr. Ramsland a moment where he really thinks he realized, like, no, this is a thing for me. Like, I like helpless women. Ugh. It was when his mother got her ring. It was caught in a couch spring. And she couldn't get her hand out of the couch, which... I put a note in here and I said, how the hell do you get your hand caught in a couch spring? <laughs> like, even if it's your ring, like, what were you doing down there? <laughs> she could have been looking for change. Maybe, maybe. I just thought it was weird. Um, but 
apparently she was like terrified which okay i'm not gonna be like freaking out about it but yeah but also, guess, you want to get your hand out of that sucker yeah true you don't i don't dark spaces and like my hand in that like i don't know what's about to pop up you know so i guess i get that oh my god morgan oh, i'm just saying it's um, a couch could be a rat in there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> if anyone's gonna worry about a mouse in their couch it's me yeah Not that's you. true that is very true we got that we got them control. little critters up up where you live <laughs> i'm literally picturing nate right now texting me after he listens to this Goldarn critters yeah Ugh. every time i say something <laughs> stupid like critter or skeeter something stupid like that nate nate just looks at me and Goldarn critters Exactly. And this is how you can Even tell. Even he we're makes from, fun of me. <laughs> this is how you can tell we're from dip, different parts of Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, you're like 45 minutes away. Don't even give me that. Still, very, <laughs> we're very dramatically different. <laughs> so she gets her hand, her ring caught in the couch frame. She's freaking out. She goes and says, Dennis, buddy, I'm going to need you to get help because mama's ring stuck in the fucking couch. <laughs> okay. So, oh my god, being Dennis Rader, he's like, Yeah, you know what? I'm actually into I know, this. I, I'm not gonna go help you, I'm just gonna sing yeah, it to you. I'm sure he would. There's, he's like, there's literally a criminal mind. I just had a, a click here. There's a literally a, there's a criminal minds episode very similar to this where I'm sure the, the little boy has a breakthrough about how he likes breaking bones because his mom's Ew. his mom breaks her finger when she's Ew. doing like some kind of home rental and Ew. he like totally gets aroused and then he goes around breaking people's bones after that oh so pretty very much similar Dennis, except- yeah <laughs> yeah except he doesn't kill all of them necessarily but he'll like fucking hammer their arms in half their bones yeah it's fine yeah so, so dr ramsland basically in her or in her words said he felt the first stirrings of arousal over this event. Ugh. I'm sorry, that's your mom. So, not only that, but like, what the fuck? That's not okay. Like, oh, she's helpless. This is great. I'm in. I'm into this. Like, no, get out of here, sicko. Ugh. Well, she continued to explain that it was okay. So, quote: It was exciting to see, or it was exciting to him to see a woman helpless. And it was the beginning of his ideas about women that what he wanted from them was to keep them trapped and helpless and looking to him in terror. That became imprinted in his mind and became the image he was always after. I was going to say, I can see like the, not, not at all this. Like I can Mm -hmm. see the damsel in distress kind of thing where you want to be the hero. Go have fun with that. Whatever. Like, I can see that piece of it where you want to be the man and sit like, yeah, granted, like, a woman doesn't need to be saved, but like, I understand but that's like a that thing people do. mindset. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that he wanted to be in charge so much that he wanted them to be scared and hope that they'd help or hope that he would help them still literally trapped and helpless <gasps> and looking to him in terror. Mm-hmm. Like, and for somebody like this, you can't just get a fake terror look from someone. You need the real thing. Yeah. So he's never going to be pleased unless... Yeah, it's not like you can play that out. Right. 
<laughs> Morgan makes a better fake gig noise. Yeah, oh my god, I, that wasn't even the one. My normal one's like. <laughs> I hate it so much. That was that's for everyone to hear, but that's Dennis Rader. Literally is. <laughs> okay, we're I moving on. That, I want that on a shirt, by the way. Anyway, we need to get our stupid hats made. Oh yeah. Okay, we're, gonna, well, we're supposed anyways. to do this weeks ago. <laughs> okay, wait, not the time. <laughs> so Ramsfield told um, Rolling Stone that even after six years of having conversations with him, she doesn't think he ever told her everything. She thinks, like, he always told the truth, but, like, never gave her every detail he about did. every yeah. event. But she does think that she understood him well and that she could make like a a good like assessment on who he is so i mean can you imagine being in her shoes years. though no can you imagine meeting him and talking to him every day no yuck i would be like so i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you now so um fuck off <laughs> so I you, told me, you told me your story now please don't die in peace yeah. So now rot in prison for the rest of your life, you motherfucker. Please, please burn in hell. Literal Thank hell. Thanks. And have a good day. Bless your heart. I was just going to say that. <laughs> so to back up a little bit, Dennis actually went to Wichita Heights High School. Sounded so fancy to me. I was like, damn, that's some, like high school musical high school, it sounds like. Morgan, it's I don't know. Kansas. Wichita <laughs> Heights High School. Like, I don't know. I'm digging it. <laughs> so I didn't realize, and I'm sorry for saying this, but I didn't realize he was so old. He graduated in 1963. I thought he was like, I thought he graduated in like the 70s. So I was shocked when I found that out. But hmm. well, you know, when you kill people, you probably don't age well. So <laughs> uh, good. What? Well, that that's opposite of what you just said. You I just said, said you you probably don't age well. He's older than you thought he was. I know, but oh, yeah, you're right. I just I just wanted to I just wanted to <laughs> give a dig on him because I hate him. <laughs> well, you should have practiced that one. Yeah, I should have practiced that one. You're right. Run you're run right. the next um episode <laughs> puns past me, and then we'll just scratch him out beforehand. Okay, so he still Sorry. looks like he still looks like a fart. So I don't care. <laughs> So I love that that's your insult. He's a fucking fart in church. <laughs> there it is. Oh my God. So he then went away to college, um, but he ended up dropping out. Go figure. <laughs> fucking Dennis. Not saying if you drop out of college, whatever, like do your thing, but it's Dennis. Working backtracking. I am because that sounded bad. <laughs> but I, it's Dennis and he amounts to nothing. And that's the epitome of it. Um, I will say he did join the U.S. Air Force. Probably yeah. to kill people. <laughs> so don't feel great about that. Um, but I guess... It was a job. I, it was I'd, a job rather, I'd rather have him under tight security than no security. So. Um, so after that, he actually returned back to Wichita. He married his wife, Paula. And um, that was in 1971. So, 
there when he got back he kind of had a rough patch i don't think he knew what the fuck he wanted um he worked for an outdoor supply company for about a year then he worked a couple other odd jobs on and off at the same time he was attending school for electronics um which i'm guessing electronics yeah which i'm guessing like computers yeah i was gonna say like it um but my source said electronics um, Sorry, I was trying to decipher if you meant like <laughs> electronics or if you meant like no, to like be an IT. electrician. No, IT. Um, so basically then in 1974, so after like just three years of just, I don't even know what the hell I want or two years or whatever. Maybe he did know what he wanted and he was trying to tell himself he couldn't have it. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he was like, no, you can't kill people. Well, I wish he would have said that more. <laughs> oh, he makes me mad. Um. This is when he be so in 1974 he began a very lengthy career and get ready makes me really sick um but he was an employee with the ADT security service he was fucking I, I knew this yeah Ugh, who the fuck this motherfucker's doing home security yep Ugh. that's why like, background checks are so important but he didn't have anything on his record. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But, like, in today, like, I feel like there's Maybe. so... I know, but also I feel like everything you do is tracked. Like, every Google search you ever make is tracked. Yeah, like, true, but... Granted, that's not going to show up on a background check. But, yeah. like, maybe that would be, like, red flag. Maybe like, I don't you know, know because how, like, I've done a couple background checks at work. Oh, I just kind of gave away what I do. Um, <laughs> what up? There it is. Um, Back her up. And you don't get that stuff. You get nothing. No, you I get- know, I know. But like, I'm saying, if like Homeland Security finds someone googling how to make a bomb or whatever, like they're gonna shut yeah. that shit down. True. Not in so, 1974. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like maybe if it's mean. something like Nowadays. that, then maybe. Yeah. Okay. Back it up. Here we go. Here we go. So anyway, so he's doing that. He then had a daughter. She was born in 1978. Her name is Carrie Rader at the time. She's now known as Carrie Rawson because um, she got married. That's by marriage. Um, so I also thought like it was very interesting that they went seven years without having a kid. I don't know why. Hmm, that's I thought not that, was that weird. I think I thought it was weird because... I feel like you get married. I don't know. Maybe that's just I me. Feel I just like know that, a lot of people. Yeah, but also I feel like a lot of people want to travel or like get, get settled or yeah. save up for a house or whatever. Seven like, years to me though was like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like as much as I really, really want to have kids, oh. I really want to wait and travel a lot yeah. before any of that. Like, he wasn't doing that though. Fun. He wasn't. He was not doing that. Okay, well, it was actually just... said a lot of the time he spent just like when he wasn't working in between, he was like going around the town and just like monitoring shit by himself. Bleh. So he was just being creepy. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe there was more going on. Who knows? So anyways, I don't Carrie like Rader, the word monitor in this situation. Yeah, no, it, that's exactly what I'm talking about. In any it, other, I'd be like. Oh, cool. He's keeping an eye out on things. No, he was, like, stalking and getting to know people. Yeah. And you'll see who he got to know in a minute. So, (laughs) 
Um, basically, his daughter, Carrie Rader, Carrie Rawson now, um, she, I'll just call her Carrie from moving forward. She stated that her childhood actually seemed very normal. And if you look at a lot of their pictures together, it does seem very normal. Like they're fishing or they're decorating a tree. It's like mm-hmm. you would have never known. Well, she said the family lived in a three-bedroom ranch house with a dog. Honestly, that sounds awesome. Not only that, but um, she had a tree house in the backyard that her that Dennis built for her. Um, and and her older brother in the backyard. I haven't heard much ever from the older brother, but I didn't even know that he, she had a brother. Yeah, and I wish I I didn't really think to look back into it until now I read it, but. Um, Carrie, I think, becomes such a big part of it is because she talks about it the most. And she, I was going to say, I couldn't even tell you the fucking brother's name. So maybe that's why they took so long to have Carrie. (laughs) Yeah, so I had one. Yeah, it probably wasn't seven years. It was probably like four. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. So I've, yeah, she goes on to like do a lot of interviews and like writes her book book, and everything. yeah. Yeah. So she talks about it a lot and not necessarily from like the perspective of like, oh my God, my dad's portrayed in this bad light. Like she Mm -hmm. is saying my life and my mom's real life and like our lives are all changed and she's not like discrediting like the victims or anything. It's more so like the families of people like this are so fucked up after this as well. Mm -hmm. Like she's kind of like an advocate like that for- like survivors of like familial survivors of serial people like this yeah or killers yeah so and i'll get to her probably more in the last episode Mm -hmm. um just because she has a lot to say about obviously she didn't know any of this was going on while it was going on so i definitely will get into that um i want to just mention fucking dennis was the president of his church and a Boy Scout troop leader. Yep. Like, what? Ugh. This is why I have trust issues, I think, because I hear so much about stuff like this and, like, Ted Bundy. And then, yeah. like... They live, like, normal lives, <gasps> quote-unquote. Like, no, you don't. You're just covering it up, you freaking weirdo. Like, I just... Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate him. So... So Carrie said most of the time, um, this is a quote, my father was even keeled and kind and warm. Um, At times he could be very firm and have flashes of anger or outbursts that you weren't expecting. So to me, I don't know. I could say that about my dad. I could say that about me. Like I have a temper like that. Yeah. I have a really bad temper and like my family all makes (laughs) my family all makes fun of all of us. Like we say, that's like one of our traits is that we have temper tantrums. Like, yeah, it kind of just happens. That's why I'm saying it's like, that's not saying we're all like psychotic and have like anger management issues, but like now I'm backtracking. (laughs) We're stubborn. And we know what we want. Cousins and all, you've met Brooke and Heidi. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you guys are all just very like we're stubborn, energetic about things. Yeah, <laughs> and stubborn. It's there's nothing wrong with that. So that's where I'm gonna leave it at. Kind of his background, like I wanted to kind of portray, and I hope I did. Um, he's kind of normal. Like 
there was no outliers for me to be like all right that's what made him go crazy <laughs> like yeah. he lived a normal life he had weird fantasies um but trust me he never outgrew them so that's great <laughs> so in this episode i wanted to give you the background and i'm also going to get into the first murder um i'm not going to go further than that um but next episode i will definitely get into more and more i think it's just the first murder that really set things off for him obviously it was the first um yeah this one like sticks with me far more than the rest mm-hmm. of them because it's so fucked. it's so, so much so basically, um, the first murder, and I should say murders because it involved four individuals, mm-hmm. it was the Otero family. Um, some things building up to this. So he would actually call the house. So he knew where they lived. Mm-hmm. And how he got their number, probably a phone book. I don't know. Don't like it. Um, I was going to say phone book's her thing. Yeah, We're good. <laughs> that was a thing. Um, still is. <laughs> um, but he would call the house a couple times like before doing this just to hear like a female voice pick up (laughs) and then he'd be like oh sorry i just have the wrong number and of course caller id wasn't a thing at that point either because right you don't know who's fucking calling you exactly so it said that well and he said it he was infatuated by the mother so mrs otero um i believe her name is julie yep julie otero um so obviously he's just calling to talk to her there's i don't know or one of the daughters like he obviously much rather would talk to women mm-hmm. um so after doing this and watching the otero family for weeks like you don't even know you're being watched that's cool um disgusting on january 15th 1974 so this was before he even had his daughter carrie so like (laughs) just to put things in perspective oh i thought she was already born when this happened Mm -hmm. she was born in 1978 oh so like to put things in perspective like this guy timeline was off then yeah so i i know i kind of gave like a big timeline i just wanted to give some background but yeah this yeah this was before she was born and Hmm. um you'll see as we go he's killing even when his wife's pregnant with her so it's like crazy this guy freaking Dennis goes so he says um and I looked at the court records for all of this literally looked at what he said because I was just oh he makes me mad so Dennis goes so basically between 7 and seven thirty in the morning this guy has the balls to go there in the morning he said um, at first he said, I believe it's this address, but it um, actually was corrected later in the court um, records. He went to 803 Ed, uh, Edgemore, um, whatever. That's all I could get from that. Um, he went there, he cut the phone lines, and then he waited outside by the back door. Dennis says, <laughs> he's like, well, I hesitated because I didn't know if I wanted to go in or not, but uh, ah. <laughs> like, no, fuck you. You knew you were going to go in. You cut the phone lines, you motherfucker. So he said before he knew it, before he could even think, the back door actually opened. Um, and he recalls that one of the children had opened it. He doesn't remember why, but he thinks it was possibly to let the dog out. Um, 
So he told the judge that he attacked the family in the morning. And in that morning, he did not think that Mr. Otero would actually be home. Mm-hmm. He anticipated him to be at work. But since Mr. Otero actually was in a car accident, he had stayed home just to rest and recover. Mm-hmm. He told the family at this point he got in um, and he's like, this is what's going on. He had a gun. Um, and from there, he pretty much was saying like, um, like all I want is money. I just need a car. I'm hungry. Like, don't freak out while the dog became a problem. Um, I also read somewhere that he pretended to be a fugitive. Um, like, I'm not going to hurt you. Just give me your car. Give me some food and I'm going to get the heck out of here. Well, the dog became a problem, which go dog, you get him. You get him. I'm going to send hail bop on you. Um, and he was like, get this dog the fuck out of here. And he's like saying that to Mr. Otero and Mr. Otero is like to one of the kids, like get the dog out of here. Like not worth the fight. Um, I read in a couple different places. So I read, or I listened in a podcast that said that they tried to put the dog inside like in the basement or a spare room. But in the court records, I saw that they let him outside right away. So um, I don't know which actually happened. I would guess the court records yeah. probably put him outside right away. Yeah. Um, so after this happened, um, Den- so Dennis said, like, the judge is like, okay, after that, like, did you plan on what you were going to do? Or like, did you just wing it? And he's like, no, I planned some of it. So you're telling me... <laughs> with this you're telling me you waited outside hesitant to do it but you had all this planned <laughs> like come on yeah i Ugh. mean he could have thought about it but still it seems <sighs> he's too much like of the it's type a guy it's still premeditated it. like without yeah. doubt mm-hmm. so he's like yeah i pretty much planned it and he says that he lost control of it once he got inside like there was no turning back yeah i mean that if that really was his first time killing anyone yeah and at that point like you're already in you're already in the house these people are freaking out they see your face you're not covered yeah so i'm sure he was like these people gotta go which is yeah he's probably like well note to self yeah not great um but still (sighs) yeah no reason to kill him thank you um so he like I said, he originally was like, I just want the car. Just let me in. Blah, blah, blah. Um, because Dennis wanted them to think that he wasn't going to hurt them. He wanted them to just, like, listen to them. So he's like, yeah, and that all, that all plays into said. this. Yeah, that's, again, like him saying, these people are helpless. Sorry, They're no, gonna- I'm, like, jumping ahead to, like, what happens. But, yeah, like, yeah, that I all know. plays into it. And it makes me so mad, like looking at that like granted we're looking back at it in hindsight but still why would you listen to that well and i think at the time this family literally thought okay maybe he does just want the car so yeah, but still well he did get the keys actually during this time so the family's giving him they're listening like oh he just wants the car here's the keys i'm not saying this piece i'm saying like yeah. the binding thing yeah well at this like point, I get, give them the keys, like, take the fucking car. Yeah, and they weren't binded yet at this point. No, I know. Um, but he then, he then was like, all right, they're all at gunpoint. 
and he's like, all right, you're going to go into the back room, which was the back bedroom. Um, I believe it was the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. He then ended up tying them up, um, all of them. But this mother fucker, <laughs> I'm sorry. He was quote unquote interested enough. Okay, this is my quote, I think actually, but he was interested enough to worry about their comfort. Well, he was the reason he did that was because he didn't want them to think he was gonna kill them. Gonna happen, yeah. Right? But so like, they did it. Off. They no, he like told them that they were just gonna. He was just gonna tie him up so he had time You're to get away. Ahead of me. Sorry. <laughs> I thought so, you were already past this point because then you started talking about other stuff. Yeah, so basically, he, like you said, he's trying to get them to feel comfortable. Um, and so he, he does say, like, I ended up retying them a couple times because I just didn't want them to be uncomfortable. Um, he placed a pillow under Mr. Otero's injury from the car accident, which was a cracked rib. Um, so like you were saying, Hannah, like, he's just trying to get there sympathy i guess in a way Mm -hmm. or not even sympathy just like to trust him Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm sorry i did not go and research this this is just i know you keep cutting me off (laughs) okay i'm sorry this is why i don't look in anything yeah this is exactly (laughs) so like this whole time they're being like you can have the car you can have money but i guess they didn't have a lot of money to begin with but either way they're like fuck take it at this point, it just didn't matter. Um, he ended up strangling Joseph Sr. So that's the father. It's Mr. Otero, Joseph Sr. Um, first, he used a bag with a cord. Um, he So Dennis said, like, during this, he didn't know how much pressure you needed to strangle someone. So when Joseph kind of stopped struggling and kind of just like, um, my guess is he passed out. He just kind of like went on to the next but joseph actually ended up biting a hole in the bag that was used to strangle him and i mean it's fucking sad because obviously dennis noticed and he ended up being strangled with a cloth and two more bags over his head so he put oh my god i think it was um i think i want to say it was a bag a cloth and then a bag and he strangled him with that and then the rope um, just to make sure he couldn't bite through it, um, or it was the opposite. Of st- it, either way, it involved all that, so he, he knew he could not bite through it. So, basically, next he went to Julie, or Julie, yep, so Mrs. Ortero, and the same thing happened. <laughs> she became unconscious, but she was still alive. Um, and I want to note the whole time this happened, The kids were on either the bed or the floor of the room. So Josephine, the daughter, was actually right next to her mother, um, which was on the bed while she was being strangled and killed. And then the son, Joseph Jr., was on the floor. Um, So as he was trying to kill Joseph Jr., he actually noticed that Mrs. Otero awoke. Obviously, He's going to try to get her before he'll get the kids. So he left and strangled her to death with the cord. Um, and then he then, like, restrained Mr. Otero again for safekeeping. I don't know if he thought he was going to come back alive. I don't know. Um, after that, he then suffocated Joseph Jr. 
Joseph Jr. was nine years old. Hmm. He did the same thing to Joseph like he did to his father using the cloth. And then unfortunately, all that was left at that point was Josephine, or all who that was left at that point was Josephine. She was 11. Um, so she was strangled, but she was still alive. Unfortunately, the scum of the earth, sick fuck, took her to the basement, then hung her on a pipe in the basement. Um, and he then says he, oh my God, he makes me so mad. He then says, this is when he did um, like one of his sexual fantasies as he was looking at her. So basically... Um, he masturbated while she was hanging from a pipe in the basement. Mm. Like, I can't imagine any of that. And that is so sick. That is so sick. I don't even know. But being Dennis, he went up the stairs um, and then he cleaned up a bit because obviously it was chaotic. He then drove the car because he had received the keys earlier, like I said. He drove the car to Dylan's. Um, I didn't look up what it was, but it looked like it was like a supermarket or some sort of store. Mm-hmm. He left it in the parking lot and he walked back to his car. Unfortunately, Charlie, he's their 15-year-old son came home and he witnessed the death of his family. He said he honestly thought his parents at first were playing some bad joke. What the fuck? Because the dog was outside and the kitchen was a mess and he just was like, okay, guys, like, you guys aren't going to pretend you're not here or whatever. Um, Although he ended up discovering his parents and obviously his brother in their bedroom. And here I was sitting here thinking, can you imagine being like the police officer or whatever that walks in and finds them Mm -hmm. and finds the daughter? But like, God, I didn't even remember that it was the brother or the son Mm -hmm. that found him. Well, luckily the brother didn't find um, his sister. And he says to this day, he is so lucky. He feels so lucky he did not find that because he doesn't think he would have recovered from that. No, God, no. Even as you're saying it, I was sitting there like, can you imagine? No, I can't. Finding that, finding her, like. Me and you both have a brother and sister, so I think it's mm -hmm. easy for us to like, holy fuck. Like, be in that situation, yeah. Like. Because you know (sighs) he, who knows what he did to his, the sister's body when it was hanging. Like, you just, he's disgusting. He is disgusting. And the worst human Mm-hmm. fucking ever like I would never put my mind in that space and I, fuck I props to the chick that talked to him for six years because I would have I know that's why I'm like definitely fucking killed him I don't know how she did it without literally going batshit on him mm-hmm. so um, Charlie actually had said in an interview with ABC's 2020 that this moment, it um, so quote, it was just like if you ripped my chest open and tore my heart out. Which, end quote, which I can, like, yeah, I'm sure, like, that's your, 
That's your, your whole that's life. That's your home. That's your, yeah, you're that's 15. Literally your whole life at that point. You're 15. And I, I can't imagine, and I feel so bad, and it's just a very sad case. Um, well, Dennis, being the fucking shit stain he is, don't you worry. He left a note about the murders um, of, of the Yoteros inside a copy of Applied Engineering Mechanics. That's a book. At the Wichita Public Library. First of all, I don't know who's going for that book. Second of all, why are you leaving a note in there? You sick motherfucker. Oh, he makes me mad. Well, that letter was found and it ended up with a local newspaper and the poorly written note, which I was like, hell yeah, it was poorly written. This guy sucks. Um, it gave authorities some idea to like who they were dealing with. So obviously they knew this guy was ballsy enough to start leaving notes places. And Raider wrote this in the note. It's hard to control myself. You probably call me psychotic with sexual perversions hanging up he warned that that was end quote he warned that he would strike again noting quote again the code words for me will be bind them torture them kill them btk end quote the initials stuck and the murders became known um by a couple different names either by btk killer or just simply btk <sighs> and that's where i'm gonna leave it and that's where i'm gonna get to episode two and explain more <sighs> but i hate him and hate his cocky attitude so buckle up because that's only a little bit I was gonna say that's the one that sticks with me the most. Same, but he just. There I think will it's be... because it's a whole entire family, and there's children, and it's just sick. It's fucking sick. It's he takes almost no no. He doesn't have any remorse for it either. And I'll, like I said, I'll get to that. But it's made clear as we get further, and it's. Mm -hmm just sickening i hate him i hate him i hate him and normally in like real life this is where i tell morgan hate is a strong word but i will agree with you here <laughs> it's hate, not a strong hate word for is a valid yes. hate is a valid word in this situation he's the fucking worst and i hope he's i think he's still alive yeah i know he is but when he goes, i thought he died in jail nope he's still alive Ugh. even worse fucking die and fucking rot in hell Ugh. like people like this i'm gonna i'm just gonna throw my opinion out there like people like this I'm, I'm gonna be very blunt people like this where they obviously don't care what they did they're very honest about what they did and there's there's no rehabilitating someone like that there's no. obviously no place in society for someone like that what's wrong with the death penalty in this situation and it doesn't have to be something where we have to spend more money on the death penalty for this than to keep them alive in jail i kind of like that he's rotting what? in jail <laughs> we're gonna, we're, I we, want him. we as taxpayers are paying for him to be in jail though 
True. We are paying for him to well, technically sit there and do nothing. Either if way, he, if he's in a federal pen- prison, we we pay federal taxes. Either way, he's disgusting. He deserves I just nothing think, but the fucking worst. I just or think, worst. But you know that he's not. I know. Like, I know he's not worth rehabilitating, nor will he rehabilitate. Exactly. There's no place in society for him. He can't but, offer us anything educational or anything valuable. Like, no. Nope, and then we I talk agree. about how prisons are overcrowded. Why keep the scum of the earth, the literal scum of the earth, Ugh. in those places? He's like a rotting banana peel in New York City behind the garbage can that has been there for three months in the fucking heat of summer. As vivid as that is, I think there's worse, Morgan. There is, and I'll (laughs) keep going. That's only one little example of what I feel about it. Like I said... I will get into it a lot more. There's a lot more that he did. This is only um, literally less, a little less than half. you said literally too. Yeah, literally less than half of the people he's killed. So there's more to go, unfortunately. So I'll leave it there and tune in for episode two on this. Well, part two. Yeah. Sorry if it was too dark and crazy. I got very, very quiet. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> okay. I don't have much to add in those situations because it's, it's okay. just so morbid. Sad. It's sad. Yeah. It kind of um, like it kind of makes you take a step back and say, like, yeah, we are like joking about other parts of these people's lives and our lives and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But it's like but these real. people truly are sick and like they're just a different kind they're not the same as normal people no no so no matter how normal his childhood is he is not a normal person absolutely not so my advice to you um to get de-dirtied by this guy uh maybe take a bubble bath drink a glass of wine Ooh. And fuck a Dennis Raider up. That's my advice. I think I'm going to... I think I like the glass of wine thing. There you go. I might watch a Disney movie. And there you go. Equal read, to bubble Read back. my book that I've been reading for months that you yes, keep making you fun of me for. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm just so dang busy. Yes, you are. And I got to finish this because I'm supposed to get my book for my next topic it's bonnie and clyde and i gotta read that before gotta read that whole book before um well you got time girl because i got a lot to say (laughs) you know but that's potentially only two weeks i'm supposed to get it tomorrow and i gotta finish yeah that's true get going get going (laughs) so thank you for listening to us we hope hannah finishes her books I'm sweating and... thinking about it. I'm not going to lie. I just started <laughs> profusely sweating. <laughs> That's what I sweat all the time. Um, and we hope you follow us on our social medias. We are at Spill the Milk Podcast on Facebook. Take a peek. Um, we have lots to share 
Um, and then we are also spill the milk underscore podcast on Instagram. If you have any suggestions for us, like my next topic, Bonnie and Clyde was suggested by my friend, Abby. Um, if you have any suggestions, please send us to them at podcast.spillthemilk at gmail.com. Yes, please. Um, also, please tell us if we fuck something up because I always we're do. amateurs. We do this <laughs> we for are fun. professionals. We're not getting paid for this, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, unless you know something I don't know. <laughs> so please like, share, do all of that. Um, it just helps us grow and know what you guys want and it helps us know that you're listening. So and for real, if you like what we're talking about, whether it's this episode, another episode, all of the episodes, seriously tell a friend and it's always more fun when more people are listening to us. So agreed. <laughs> so thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. And with that, we got a good bye. bye.